Hey, you're listening to the Speaking of Music podcast. Hey guys, we're back and welcome to another episode. Um, the worst intro yet. What? Welcome to another episode of us doing music that came out four months ago. We should have done at least two months ago. So today we're going to be talking about Ray, which is Ash's second studio album. Are we just going to go right into the the rest of this information that I? Yes. Okay. Wonderful. (laughs) Um. So Ray was released October fourteenth, twenty twenty two. There are fourteen tracks on the album, and there were a lot of singles and um good for her i guess for putting out all those singles yeah be nice (laughs) um (laughs) no but the singles did well i think in this era so the singles were another man's jeans hope you're not happy shower with my clothes on angry woman on my way way, emotional and love is letting go yeah 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 okay that's a hot second how many is that is that six i'm pretty sure it's six which is technically less than half of the amount of songs on the album real so real no i think it's seven is it shower with my clothes on oh it is seven that's a lie so it's half of the songs on the album um but i i think that I it did a good job of making me very excited for this album to come out. I was so ready. Okay, so we are very thrilled to be talking about this album today. Um, and we have a lot to say, and I think that's going to reflect a lot in the episode. So let's get started with our rankings, which are surprisingly different today. Woo. Okay, so I'll start. My rankings are Angry Woman, Love You Need, It Can't Be You, Loose Ends, Emotional, On My Way, Another Man's Jeans, Love is Letting Go, Shower with My Clothes On, Fun While It Lasted, San Jose, Count on Me, Hope You're Not Happy, and Race Thee. My rankings are Loose Ends, Love You Need, Shower with My Clothes On, Love is Letting Go, Angry Woman, Emotional, It Can't Be You, Another Man's Jeans, On My Way, Hope You're Not Happy, Fun While It Lasted, Count on Me, San Jose, and Race Thee. And mine are Love You Need, Loose Ends, Angry Woman, Fun While It Lasted, Emotional, Shower With My Clothes On, On My Way, San Jose, Count On Me, Love Is Letting Go, Another Man's Jeans, It Can't Be You, Hope You're Not Happy, and Raise Theme. Okay, so I think we should go in trackless order for this, just because... I feel like it's a whole journey. It is a journey. So if we start with the theme... It's just... It's just it's there. Not, it's, yeah, it's not a song. It's not a song. I, it's, it's just like the intro. It's the intro. It's I, lovely. I, th- I thought it was... I really like the sound of this album, and I think that the new production style that she brings in this album that just was not there in Ashland, which was her first one, made this project really exciting. Yeah, and I know Ashland is so near and dear to my heart, and it had songs that were beautifully produced, but it didn't feel like cohesive in like the grand scheme of things in the album and ray is very much one project like there is no mistaking any of these songs like you can't not know right that these songs belong together and i think having like a theme or an intro for that really solidifies that because it it gives you an introduction to to the album to the era and i think 
I think this is an album that definitely deserves that. Yeah. And I, I really like Victoria and Sophia talked about all the differences in production choices. And most prominently, I liked how jazzy just like this one is. If I had to use like one word for it, it would just be like jazzy and badass it is. Like every single production choice is just on the mark. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's get right into the actual tracks. So track two is Another Man's Jeans which was the first song to be released from this era, the first song that was, you know, transitioning out of the Ashen era. And I think it did exactly what it needed to do. It was such a switch up, but in the best way possible. Yeah, I think it was really funny because like she posted on Instagram and she was like, I think it was exactly like Ashlyn era over period, another man's jeans out now or something. (laughs) It was so funny of her. I also really like the the visuals of this album. It's just like a different color, you know. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you look at the album covers, yes, they are different colors. But to me, like the whole era, the sound like is the, a different color. The you know, like the orange redness of the Ray era just encapsulates the whole thing, as compared to the you know, like the the white yellow era of ashlyn blue oh and blue yeah <laughs> but you know more more like less yeah like pale starbursty colors yeah i love how like she managed to put the emotion of being carefree into a song mm, it's just mm-hmm. so carefree and it's so summertime like this is so summertime forget like the music video and the visuals just all the production choices that are happening here like all the fun little instrumental additions that right. she has in the background. It's so summer of her. When Just when the song starts, it like starts with that hit and it yeah. like starts going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really like how it starts with once upon a time you were mine and it made sense, but it don't make sense anymore. Like that just, it sets it up so nicely. Like, like she's like looking back on it, right? She's like, that was, that was a fun time. I like the way she changes her voice based on what she's saying so once upon a time you were mine and it made sense and she like kind of like chews on her words and then when she gets to the second verse and she's like is it me or is it hot and she like she moves yeah she moves her voice she stretches it out and it's almost like she's passing along the energy of of the room Mm -hmm. and then the music video does a really fun job of like getting the point across almost like she's dancing around in like mexico (laughs) and everyone's dancing and it's just like it's a lot of fun it's a lot of colors and it's a lot of i know you want me i think it's um a really nice upbeat way to start the album because it gets like depressing in the middle there and i i like how this sets up just like one point in her life where she was she had this energy and she was so happy and then as we go through the album we just transition through different other times in her life when her emotions were not the same um so yeah i think we should move on to the next track which which is is, conveniently hope you're not happy (laughs) so i guess a little less happy and carefree than the first track was but this was the second single like from the heart in a way that it, it's hard to come across nowadays, like songs that you can just gauge the soulfulness 
to that extent but I she does such her. a good job of she that she sings with her voice. so smoothly she's like if you just like listen to the way she's singing then you realize the lyrics are i hope you're not happy without me i hope that it's hard to get out of bed I hope you get angry about me. I hope you're not happy ever again. Ever, 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 ever again. <laughs> no, let's drive that point home. Like, that's a lot of evers. Right. One of my favorite parts about the song is how, like, the drums just come in so impactfully in a way that's so very, like, Taylor Swift. I like how the song is very simple, right? So the production isn't, it builds up, but it's not big or flashy. Like, it, it keeps to the vocals of the song, which are supposed to be like the the main part of the song. Yeah, but I do like how it how the drums build it up, as Nisha was saying. Okay, and with that, let's move on to the next track, which was also a single, "Shower with My Clothes On." So Ooh. a little pattern we're gonna notice is that the first half of the album is the singles. Yeah, which I mean wonderful but also when i remember listening to this album the friday it came yeah. out i was like i went and listened to it in trackless order i was like i know the song i, I like, know no, the song I too still, i still know the song when am i gonna get to something i don't know but however i still really appreciate all of the songs in the first half of this album yeah. especially this one. especially this one my emotional attachment to the song in when it came out was a little a little insane I want you guys to count how many times Victoria is about to say emotional, emotional attachment no, I, in this episode. It's like seven. Already. It's gonna be seven. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be like twenty-five. <laughs> it's so real. Too no, many emotional attachments. I understand this one. Like this one is just. She ugh. also had a phase. So incredible. It's not a phase, mom. It's my life. It's my life, and it is. Ugh, this chorus is just genuinely one of the best I've ever heard. Just that little like riff she does it's not a little at all actually <laughs> i remember longer. the day before this song came out she posted the like whole chorus on tiktok or instagram or one of them and i saw it like right like the night before the song came out and the first time i heard this chorus like literally my jaw dropped i was not prepared for the song to sound like this i don't really know why actually i do know why it's because it, this one doesn't <laughs> It's not the same as the first two, right? Of Another Man's Jeans and Hope You're Not Happy. Like, none of them have, like, the same structure or sound. Like, they have the same sound, but not truly the same style of song. So I wasn't prepared for how this chorus would build up like that, but it was done in such a nice, satisfying way that it became addictive. I think... I think the way it builds up is fun. And not to follow up Victoria's like rant about what magic this song has impacted her life with. It just <laughs> I just think if we're gonna talk about the song, I think the concept is very new age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the whole I remember like very distinctly the week driver's license came out by Olivia Rodrigo. Not that there's very many other mm -hmm. driver's license songs out there. And people would record themselves just in the shower, just with their clothes on, just crying to that song and posting it on the internet. And I was like, just wild, by the way. Like, this is wild. And then that song became one of the biggest songs of the year, hit after hit. But I just remember thinking like, yeah, this is so like, this is so new. This is so Gen Z. This is so TikTok. And so when I saw this title, I was a little scared. 
No, same. I was scared a lot too. Of scared. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. But I think it's a great song. I think the what she does with the melody and the lyrics is really beautiful. And the way she puts it all together made me very happy and very unscared. Okay. And with that, we can move on to the next track, which is On My Way. This song, I mean, okay. I couldn't help but draw comparisons between this album and her last, even though it is really hard in a lot of ways, because this is definitely a very, very new genre and a very, very new era. She said it herself and she proved it. This is very new, you know, stuff for her. But I think that out of all of them, for some reason, this one reminded me of Ashlyn in the themes, not the sound so much, but for some reason, the only thing I could think of when I listened to the song was moral of the story. And I, or like, I, I'm, I think I was more talking about like, the songs off the EP, Moral of the Story, like her older, yeah. older music. I was thinking of um, like shitty places, pretty right, places. Right, right. And the sound is not the same, but the ideas still are. Yeah. Um, I think that this album in general does a really good job of, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to say the word encapsulating a lot too, but encapsulating a lot of her um, ideas from her past music but just in a more mature moving on type of way I also like how this album really goes like back and forth like I feel like we get a happy song and then like an angry emotional sad song and then another like happy song and then like another angry it's really a lot of like whiplash there's there's a lot of it's a roller coaster but I think that's the point that that's what life will give you most of the time it's just a lot of back and forth um but this song is cute this song has nice energy yeah i think the lyrics in this song are very purposeful in the way that they're chosen she says all my windows are down with the rain and the lightning they say that somewhere over the rainbow the sun will be shining and then you know she goes on to be like and i'm on my way you know, right. like, like, I'm going to have my moment. I'm going to be happy again. I love how matter of fact she is. That. It's very new. It's a very refreshing way to explain this and the way that she does that with the melody and the lyrics, right. especially like in the pre-chorus is something that I just love. When I first heard this, I was like, wow. <laughs> She's definitely like a say it as it is girl. Like, I hope you're not happy. I hope you are never happy again. And like in this song too, like she just says it as it is. She doesn't beat around the bush. Right. And I like how she says I'm on my way, but it, it might not be today, but I am on my way. So even though I'm not at the end of the road and this road might not be the like nicest road to exist, she's still going towards that place of happiness. Wow, thanks for that road metaphor. You're welcome. I enjoyed hearing about the road. I think you should hear more about the road. No, I think we should move on to Angry Woman. Oh, yay. Yes, let's do that. Angry Woman is my favorite song. Like, it is just so good. It's the only song. It is the only song that exists in my mind. Fun fact, I actually ordered, like, the vinyl box set, like, the big one. (laughs) Actually, no, I think there's an even bigger one. Um, Was there? And it came with, get this, guys. <laughs> it's so thrilling. It came with my red Ashland vinyl, the one that I really wanted, and the box set vinyl. And it came with a t-shirt for the album. It came with a poster, a signed poster. And then it came with a tote bag, which is the most exciting part. And it said, angry woman 
on it and i was so excited it was so beautiful and i bring it everywhere angry woman um this song i feel like i feel like i knew before the song came out that this would be a song that we all very much would would enjoy um and i was okay i was i don't want to say concerned but i was intrigued to see where this would go comparatively to mad woman by taylor swift because the thought all crossed our minds like (laughs) yeah and i really like how both of those songs can exist at the same time because they're like not about the same thing but they also are and they're both very empowering in their own way this one is definitely more this one is definitely more like I don't know what's like upfront about it, like very in your face. Like we were saying before, she says it straight out. She's like, nobody likes an angry woman. Um, well, so does Taylor. And no one likes a mad that's woman. That's so true. Okay, let me rewrite that thought. I just, can I, can I rewrite <laughs> yeah, it for you? Can write, I just think the me. song and the con- conceptually, they're the same. They just give different energy when they go about it. Like Taylor's going to find you in the woods at night and be like, no one likes a mad woman, you know? And <laughs> But then this is here, like, this is when you're sitting at a bar and, like, some asshole comes out and some some terrible man comes up to you and just starts saying things. And it's like, stop, just get away. I really like the bridge of this song where it just, I feel like she's just, like, shouting into the void of the world because this is a concept that has been brought up so many times, but there are a lot of people who just tend not to listen so when the bridge goes thank you very much for the letdown used to want your love but it ran out it it's so like easy to scream to yeah and that's like the the kick line type of yeah 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 and i just love the way she screams like it just (laughs) makes me so excited yeah no i agree because this album i feel like is very screamy but in a good way right it's not bad screams it's very emotional uh, <laughs> no pun intended like very loud let me make my point type of screams um which i think is very powerful um coming off of ashland which was very not a screaming album and then there's more of like a retrospective reflection. Ashlyn is so album. autumn. It is like so beautiful to me. But <laughs> yeah, let's move on no. to no. Yes, <laughs> this song is just dripping with no, sarcasm and beauty and perfection. And how can I leave that behind? Know. You don't have to leave you it don't behind. Have to. But we but do this have to. It's gonna be like on. four hours long if we don't cut. So let us move on to the seventh track, which is emotional. Get emotion. <laughs> no need to get emotion. <laughs> I, I love oh the God. winding intro. Ash comment. I made a TikTok to this video and Ash commented on this on it. Congrats. Bing. Famous era. Yeah. Um <laughs> I think as I was saying, this this song in particular does a very good job of representing a lot of the themes of this album mm-hmm. just in the concept of we don't have to get emotional but we are going to get emotional aren't we and how the chorus is just a repetition of you'll never love somebody like me true <laughs> it's very show tuny i think this that's song. what i thought theater 
Yeah. You know? oh, we this love brings theater. me back. <laughs> yeah. Especially, especially the chorus, of course. But it's so, the rest of it is so very, like, soul and, like, kind of country, if we're being honest. Like, I feel like this brings back the the initial energy of Another Man's Jeans. Yeah. That we were, like, in this little roller coaster of the album, we were, like, going up and down. And then we're, like, back up here. I really like in verse two where she says, I'm a little dark side. I'm a little fun. I don't know. I really like that line. That's like Victoria. She's a little dark. She's a little Oh, Lord. (laughs) Not again. (laughs) Sophia loves being the most violating person ever. She loves to bully me through song (laughs) lyrics. I just, I really like the way the song builds. And I feel like the verse of the song is something I've heard before. Does that make sense? Yeah, I because because of like the windingness of yeah, it. Just the way it winds down and then she goes, "Hey, yeah." The haze was so fun. Yeah, it feels very like old timey. I think. Yeah, or uh, my emotional attachment to emotional, you might say. She's emotional. That I'm emotional. No way. Are you emotional? Emotion. No need to get emotion. <laughs> Who does that? Who abbreviates emotional? Apparently, listen. I think it's a thing. No way. Emosh. Emosh. Can we just like emo? Who's <laughs> this emosh? Don't emo. worry, guys. We don't need to get emotional because we have an ad break coming up right now. We're back. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about what are we talking about? Oh, love you need. Oh my goodness. I will say it again. This one, this one is an emotional attachment. I think everyone should know this one. This is so, like, movie of her. It's, oh, it is. It's so cinematic. It is cinematic. Which, I think the funny part is that she does have songs in movies, and this is not one of them. When I listened to the song, what was it, like, 6.45 in the morning? <laughs> it, it was hitting a little too hard, like, a little bit, just a little. And I was, like, eating breakfast, and I was like, oh, my God, why are you doing this to me, Ash? Because this was the first song, right? This was the first song that wasn't a single that I listened to. And I was genuinely not prepared to have to listen to a new song. I don't know, just mentally was not prepared. But this song is so sweet. It's so cute. No, it's it's gorgeous. I love the part in the bridge where she says, till forever falls apart. Oh my God, yeah, of course. It's sad because the way she's presenting it is like, if you want me, I will give you all the love you need. But if you don't, then... I'll love you anyway. I'll love you anyway. When she says, if it's staying up late or letting you sleep, no, I'll never let you down. If it's holding you close or setting you free, don't make up your mind right now, right? If you choose me, I'll give you all the love you need. That's so, like... It makes me so sad. It's it's such a beautiful song. The way (laughs) it's structured is it's just so soft and it's like it's almost like it's precious it's delicate it i don't want to it's, it's so disturb right i don't want to disturb like, it i don't know there's there's just so much love in this song yeah and you can feel it it warms my heart okay let's move on to it can't be you i love this song. i love the this one is a grower I just know, I remember listening to this for the first, like, weekish, and I was like, okay, this song, like, exists, but then it grew on me. I don't know why, but the first time I listened to it, it wasn't, like, the favorite, but it definitely grew. This gives a song, like, a, a song that's, like, been, like, recycled, you know? Like, the concept is, 
is very similar to what we see in a lot of her mm-hmm. her songs and other people's songs just because it's a very just because it's it's something that a lot of people feel um after getting broken up with or breaking up or whatever and um but the way she like kind of makes it a coming of age type of moment because yeah. she's definitely talking about like a, a young love and you can you can hear that when she says you smell like childhood like running off to hollywood i really like that line. and then you get to the pre-chorus and she's she's building it up so much and then the chorus is it's just very simple it's if it can't be it can't be you yeah and and as sophia was talking about this being like kind of very young and like it almost whimsical love type thing you get the lyric in the second verse that goes a jealous heart and sweaty hands and I don't know why I like that lyric so much, but I think that that one lyric tells a whole story of its own, especially like the sweaty hands part because they're just so nervous and young and in love. And I love that. I really like the production of this song. I think it worked really nice. Like when the song starts, like the the um, intro of the song, I don't know, it makes me like happy um, the way it starts. And I um, like how it, sounds like a happy song if you were to strip away the lyrics like it would sound so like cute and sweet and it's nostalgic Mm -hmm. and it is cute but like it's also kind of depressing i think the pre-chorus is structured so nicely melodically where she goes never wanted this to end i don't know what else to do i don't want to love again no i now i know now i know what there's to lose like the words just like keep coming yeah yeah and then the said forever on a whim should have known it wasn't true. Which is so sad because it's it's like you're in a you're at a point of your life where you're so happy that you're like, this is gonna be forever. And then looking back, you can see all the flaws with that, all the the points at which you were naive and and it's really sad. <laughs> For lack of better words. I also love the bridge where she says, Careful with these memories, careful or they'll bury me. And it's like, oh, ouch. (laughs) Okay. Okay. With that, we should probably move on to Loose Ends, my favorite song off this album. This this song is Emotional Attachment number four, guys. Oh, sure. I love how they're I feel like Um, we shouldn't be able to have more than one or two. (laughs) This is true. However, no. (laughs) However, this album can be that exception. This song, yeah, I was just something you're attached to in general, Victoria. Let's not lie. I'm not lying. <laughs> this song, I remember that this title was the one I claimed before the album came out. I was like, this one, this is the one I'm going to like. And you know what? It was true. The whole concept of tripping up over my loose ends is so, I don't know. It feels like so personal yeah. for her to be saying that. Um, when she says, I can't tell where or when, but I lost myself, left behind what I could not sell. It's it's like she's being very honest with herself in this song, but she's also saying like, no, I'm not okay. Look at all of this baggage I need to unpack. First of all, voice filter. Second of all, the song sounds so like record-esque. And I, I just love the production on this one. Um, and also it does every- sound record yeah. Right? 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 right yeah yeah thank you <laughs> appreciate appreciate that formation but also like everything that victoria said about 
tripping up over my Louis and things just such a personal and like vulnerable peek into her life and she does that well with this metaphor I think that it's it's a really strong concept so yeah yeah I think it's very interesting especially conceptually when you think about it it's her kind of putting away all of the parts of herself that she thought weren't marketable or something that wouldn't make her successful in her career and kind of having to sacrifice that whereas now she talks about how how important it is to her to make the music she wants and be the person who she wants to be because you know she's in this for life Mm -hmm. and if you're doing something that makes you unhappy Mm -hmm. you get a situation like this i really like the the way the chorus is structured i like the the eye descending note yes lovely little thing there and how it goes i don't know what i'll do or where i'll go can't stay here but i can't go home like she's lost and she doesn't know where she wants to go but she knows like what she doesn't want to do it's giving unlost and confused where do i go without right exactly and she does such a good job of conveying that idea and i guess it's on the same topic we can talk about san jose next which this was so like mysterious chic of her like this was another man's jeans part three sure yeah yeah Yeah. so like mysterious like undercover of her no this this song has a very very specific like energy environment created and i think it really fit well within the um like the world of this Mm -hmm. album and yeah speaking of another man's jeans she literally says baby i'm gonna need help getting out of these jeans like Yeah, I just love the way she's like, it goes up the octave and she's like, San Jose is on fire. The buildup of the song is so so good. good. Yeah, exactly. And of course, I love songs that are named after people, places, like specifically. So, yeah. All right, with that, I think we can move on to Love is Letting Go, featuring ash's idol <laughs> so good i know it was i when they were promoting the song and ash was like like all those videos of her being like diane keaton yeah she's oh like fangirling fangirling so hard i thought max. that was so so cute like imagine being someone who is famous i guess right and you have such this following but then you personally are so no. like odd and starstruck <laughs> starstruck and you idolize this person so much and then you get, get to, to like sing with them like, you get to you make a, something together with them and like put it out in the world and be like look at what i did with right. my life like, like this, this is, is a culmination of my such life a big milestone in her life i'm sure but in terms of the song itself it's just the perfect amount of like nostalgic and honestly very dreamy i think it has just such good production elements and their voices sound incredible together. Mm-hmm. No, this song is so sad too. It like is. knowing Absolutely. Like, the story and like the heartbreak that comes with it. It just, it makes me so sad. It is. I really like the Diane Keaton's verse where she goes, we burn through life faster than a wildfire. Can we stay frozen in time in between hello and goodbye? I just think that those... I don't know, the, the visual metaphor, you know, of being flame is so, I don't, know, I don't know how to describe it, but it works so well within this album, I think. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the next track, which is Count On Me. I was slightly concerned about this one. Yeah. Count On Me, like, one, two, three. Yeah. yeah. Is this a repeat of um, Bruno Bruno Mars? I remember when when Bruno Mars' Count On Me was, like, the biggest thing and in the whole whole world and everyone's like singing it everything it's a great song it, it is it's so it's so clever it's so, so cute it's so cute okay. thank you <laughs> but in this count on me which is honestly so good too i i love the part in verse two my absolute favorite part is when she's like i'll sing you nat king cole you're unforgettable oh this is such a cute song i love it when songs have lyrics that are like pop culture references like I've talked about all my favorite literary references in songs but I like other music references just as much they're just so it makes uh, it feel like special and personal it makes it feel special and personal and also makes it feel so real and like tangible like these aren't just like experiences that are like far away like not in our reality like no like these are real people real experiences and they're just singing about them and it just adds such a special touch to every song when I I really like how this song starts. Like I don't know if that's my um like weird attachment to this song is when it starts and it goes this could be our last night together. Mm-hmm. We may never know. I just really like the first the verses melody so much. Um and long as I'm alive you'll never be alone. Like hello. That's so cute yeah i feel like i just realized this whole album gives like carol king like very much gilmore girls theme song type of thing like sure no i'm serious do you know it vic no i know i know what you're talking about like like where you lead i think that this album really represents her musical influences like they're very prominent in the album sonically and well, sonically especially, but also lyrically. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, uh, it was really sweet seeing Ash in that place and seeing her have so much fun with this era, I think. And like, she gave us so many like cute, but also sad songs. Yeah. And I, I think I've definitely talked about this before. I've, I've talked about it in like two or three episodes. The last one I remember being Midnight's when I talked about how I love the idea of in a song where you would drop everything and go running to a person. And we get that lyric here where whenever you call me, oh, I will come running. I've talked about how I like this before and I've like pointed out specific songs, which tells me that maybe I should make a playlist about it. But like, I I love the idea of like dropping everything and running to a person because they're like your source of comfort. They're your source of like, you know, happiness, happiness right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sophia. You're welcome. And with that, it's time to move on to the last track, Fun While It Lasted. And this discussion was Fun While It Lasted. Thank you, Sophia. Thank you for that. <laughs> this reminds me of, like, okay, like, sonically, this reminded me of Always and how, like, yes. belty yes. theatric. This, this song definitely gives closer. Like, this yes, is an course. album closer. But I thought when I listened to this for the first time that this was the song that most gave Ashlyn vibes. Oh, yeah. Um, just because the production is a little less um, 
jazzy. Like it is still, but it's more piano based. Like more classical. Um, yeah, more classically directly approached. Um, um but i i had a moment with this song too i think that it's a very um the chorus is very scream worthy as well but but it was fun part and it just it was fun and then it drops to while it lasted i think that the outro man (laughs) the outro was too good Everything is too good about the song. Um, I think that it's very good. I think it's a very good way to close the album. It opened with the theme and went into another man's jeans. And that was such a, you know, that was about being free of anything tying you down. And this song is more of like a retrospective. Like it was fun doing that, having that experience while it lasted. But now it's kind of like back to reality. And with that, I think that we are all wrapped up with our discussion on Ray. Long, long overdue, but we had a lot of fun discussing it because that's how it is with Ash's music. We talk. I think we talked about like forever how Ashlyn was like our favorite recorded episode of yeah. 2020. Yeah, but it was a horrible episode to listen back to. But 2021? it was 2021. Yeah. 2021. Yeah. Damn. Okay. No. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Listening to our Ash episodes must be a little painful for the listeners, but it is so much fun to talk about. And it's impossible to cut the discussion short because there's just so right, much, there's to, so much to say. Oh, right. There's so much to appreciate. We just love her so much. Yeah. And we love you guys. Oh, God. So thank you all so much for listening. And if you want to reach out to us, our social medias are... Our Instagram is at, <laughs> our Instagram is at the Speaking of Music podcast, and our TikTok is at Speaking of Music podcast. So make sure to go follow both of those for all the latest updates. And as always, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.